At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Hank Haney Podcast, a production of iHeartRadio. Gonna tell it like it really is We know Haney doesn't give a sh Silencing critics, eliminate misses Two chips never accept on shoulders to get better Everybody knows the name, read about it We're golf teachers, hall of fame Never doubt it, it's time for the truth Here's our dude, you're listening to Haney You're listening to Haney you're listening to Haney. It's time for the truth. Here's our dude. You're listening to Haney. Listening to Haney. Welcome to the Hank Haney Podcast. Hank Haney here with you. And we are going to review the Las Vegas Shriners Hospital Invitation. Part of the wraparound PGA Tour season, you know, a couple weeks ago, I was talking about the wraparound, which is the season that starts right after the season on the PGA Tour. There is no off season. And I said, uh, these fields are ridiculous and there's nobody playing. And I was referring to, well, I mean, the Safeway Open and the Punta Canta and the Sanderson Farms. And this week uh, at Las Vegas, they had a little bit better field. Uh, I say a little bit better. I mean, Matthew Wolf played and uh, Bryson DeChambeau and Patrick Cantley and Webb Simpson, Sanjay M. I mean, you, you had a handful of players that made it to the Tour Championship at Eastlake, top 30. Uh, last year, Ryan Palmer uh, I mean, and then a bunch of, you know, you had a few names. Okay. I mean, yes. Uh, Sergio Garcia, Jason Day, uh, although, uh, he didn't do very good. Mr. But Paul Casey, he missed a cut. Uh, Ricky Fowler, he missed a cut. You know, the cut was, uh, seven under par, by the way. 
Can you imagine that? Seven under par for the cut. Now, this is a golf course that they just absolutely destroyed. Zero rough. Uh, hit it as far as you could and no consequences for it whatsoever. Uh, green's in beautiful shape. Uh, no win the first couple days, seven under par, the the, the cut. So anyway, the, the, the PGA Tour wraparound season, it's, it's billed as, you know, let the young guys have a chance, develop your young players. If somebody sent me this on, on Twitter. They said, Hank, you're, you're, you're too hard on, on, on this uh, wraparound season. You know, it develops the young players and it does this and it does that. And it gives all these players opportunities to play. And, and, I, and I get it. But I like to see the stars play. Now, they're going to be playing next next week because next week they play again in Las Vegas at Shadow Creek. And this is the uh, CJ, uh, what is it, the CJ Cup or the, yeah, the CJ Cup at Shadow Creek, which is, this is the tournament that's usually played in South Korea, but they're playing it o- over uh, here so you don't have to travel. And then the week after will be the Zozo Championship. And of course, Tiger will be playing there. So, so they'll have a, a really good feel at the CJ Cup. And, and I, I feel like, for me anyway, I mean, this is when the the real next season starts is when I start seeing the best players play. And we'll see that next week at the CJ Cup. So anyway, the young players getting a chance. They're, they're, they're getting their chance and uh, developing young players and so on and so forth. Okay, so, so let, let, let's, let's look at that. Uh, the Safeway Tournament is won or was won by Stuart Sink. Okay, he hadn't won in, in, in how many years? Uh, Punta Canta was won by Hudson Swafford. Now, I, I, I guess you could call him a, a younger player, although I, I probably wouldn't quite go that far because Hudson Swafford is 33 years old. Now, he was kind of, it, it, what, here's what this wraparound thing turns into. This is uh, a revitalize your career is what it is. Uh, Stuart Sink, Hudson Swafford, Sergio Garcia, and then the Shriners Hospital, Martin Laird. Uh, he's 37 years old. He wins his fourth tournament on tour. It's his, his last win was seven years ago. He actually won the, the Shriners uh, Vegas tournament 11 years ago, which is, is quite a feat. I mean, 11 years in between, in between wins. At the same event, although nowhere near the record, I was uh, checking out on Twitter and uh, Justin Ray, who does all the PGA Tour statistics, is so good at that. And he uh, tweeted out that the record was Sam Snead. How about this? He won at Greensboro in 1938, and he won again in 1965, 27 years apart. So uh, uh, Martin Laird went in. Uh, 11 years apart in Las Vegas was uh, nowhere near the record. Uh, Snead had that record at 27 years old. But but anyway, here's Martin Laird. 351st rated player in the world going in to the Shriners Hospital tournament. He, he didn't even have a status on, on tour. There's all these different categories on tour. And you hear the players talk about their category. Well... Now, one category is being a PGA Tour winner within the last two years. Because when you win on the PGA Tour, you get the rest of that year, and then you get two more years, and you're fully exempt for that. 
Then you've got a, a another status. I mean, there's a status above that too, like a Hall of Fame status, and uh, you know, guys that have won majors and so on and so forth. But but you got the big time winners, you know, the Tigers and the Phils and 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 those guys. And then you and then you got the tour winners, and then you got the top 125, and then then they have another category like 126 through 150. If you finish 126 through 150 last year on the FedEx Cup, then you know you're in the next category. And then it's like ever won a PGA Tour event. That's a category. And and then when they're filling up these tournaments, they just go down and, and they see, okay, how far how far down do we go? How far down do we go? And, and guys will say, hey, I want to play in this tournament. And if you've got a category that's way down, that and it's it doesn't fill up, then they might get to they might get to you. Okay, so anyway, is Martin Laird was playing on a exemption. He asked he 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 didn't have a status to get in the tournament, even though he'd won there before. Which which is kind of weird because usually they you win these tournaments. They, a lot of times they'll give you like the Masters, for instance. You get a lifetime exemption uh, if you've ever won, and he won, you know, eleven years ago in, in Las Vegas. But he he didn't have a way to get in the tournament because right? you know his, he hadn't played good in a couple of years. His status was way down. Um, you know, two thousand uh, what eighteen he finished one hundred and fifteenth, and two thousand nineteen he finished one hundred twenty first. But then last year he only got to play in twelve events, so he didn't he didn't have any status to get in the tournament. So he asked. For a sponsor's exemption, each each tournament has a, a few sponsors' exemptions. I, I think it's it's three or something like that, or four, or whatever, and and they can give them out any way they want. Now, the you, you know sometimes they'll give them to a young up and comer. Uh, you know that's the whole develop the young player theory. And sometimes they'll give them to a local guy that maybe has supported the tournament and doesn't have status and. Uh, you know, has a, a good story that they, they like to tell and they're being nice to the guy. Uh, and, you know, sometimes they'll give it to somebody who, you know, is a, well, like a Martin Laird, who who was a past champion at that event. And they said, hey, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll give you one of our sponsors exemptions. So that's how he gets in the tournament. And he ends up, he ends up winning the, uh, the, the tournament, which is, you know, I mean, it's a, it's a great story and a, and a, and a nice win. And, uh, you know, he was really emotional, like everybody is when they win. I mean, they all, you know, they all pretty much say the same thing. And I've worked so hard, which which makes me think, you know, about exactly how hard they do work. uh, Because these guys that uh, grind their way back up to, to a win, and it's definitely a grind for for a lot of these guys that win, like a Stuart Sink, like a, a Hudson Swafford, like a, a Martin Laird, who have all won this year, uh, like a Sergio Garcia, who have come back, you know, and and hadn't won in, a, in a quite a while. They're they're grinding, working hard, but for the most part, pretty much everybody on the PGA Tour really really works hard. So when they talk about hey, I, you know. I, all the work I put in. I mean, there's there's a lot of guys that are putting in all that work because a lot of guys, you know, they need a job or they want to win real bad. Or, uh, they they want to you know get back to where they were, whatever the the situation is. 
but you know, Martin Laird uh, did it, and and uh, you know, he's he's back in the winner's circle. He's 37 years old, and he said, "I'm not getting any younger." And now it, it lets me make my schedule for the rest of the year. And because he said this because he won early in the year, he gets all of uh, two thousand. You know, this year, so the rest of 2020, 2021 season, he gets all of that. Then he gets two more years after that, and that pretty much takes him till he's he's 40 years old, and he can play in all these tournaments and you know scrape together something uh, you know who even if he isn't exempt he's going to win money he's going to uh, be out there on tour and you know it's a, it's a, it's a big thing but it, what it isn't is is it or it hasn't been so far this year is develop the young players what the, what it really is and if you really go back and you look i mean it is this repeats itself every single year I mean, it really does. I mean, think back to uh, Graham McDowell winning a wraparound tournament in Mexico a couple years ago. Uh, you know, Matt Kuchar winning a wraparound tournament in Mexico. I mean, what this wraparound season really is, is help guys revitalize their career for a, a, a few more years. And I'm not saying that's that's necessarily a bad thing, but that's just that's just what it is. I mean, it it, it isn't uh, you know uh, develop all the young players. I, well, I guess it is if you give them you know the fact that they're getting a little experience and they're playing. But I'm talking about who's winning, and the and the winner is more likely to be uh, somebody who has won before, has been there, and is trying to claw their way back up to the top. Look at look at last year. When uh, you know at, at Bermuda, which is which is another tournament coming up after the CJ Cup, after the Zozo Championship, you'll have Bermuda, and there, there'll be a terrible field there. Nobody will be playing, and it'll be somebody that will revitalize their career, or you know who knows, it might be a young player. Last year was Brendan Todd, another you know revitalize your your career kind of thing. And then you got the Houston Open, and nobody will play there because it's the week before the Masters. Uh, might be a few players play. Sometimes the European players will play there because they're coming from overseas and they want to get acclimated. So they, you know they they may get a few people to play there. But th- but this is is pretty much the the, the way that it, it works out. Um, not exactly like the people that were ripping me on Twitter uh, about you know making my comment about the. Uh, you know, fact that that that's what this wraparound is. It isn't really about you know uh, uh, building careers. It's about revitalizing careers, and they're just a lot of weak field tournaments. So I'm looking forward to this next week when you know we we got the you know the big guys playing, and I can't wait to see him play Shadow Creek because it's an iconic golf course. It's one you hear about a lot. Uh, you saw it at the. Uh, match the Tiger versus Phil match, but you don't get to see that golf course much at all, or you've never seen it really, except for that. And it's a it's a beautiful golf course. It's one that you know people haven't seen, people haven't played, unless you, you're a high roller and you and you go to Vegas a lot, you haven't played it. It tends to be you know a little bit on the short side with the, as far as these guys are hitting it now. So there'll be, you know, a, a few irons off the tee. There's no no doubt about that. Or three woods or hybrids or whatever whatever they're gonna gonna play. But it, it it's a picturesque golf course, uh, Fazio course, 
at the time, probably as expensive as a golf course that was ever built. And of course, now things are different. They're spending that much money. Yeah, every course they've they've built, it seems like in the last ten years. But but Shadow Creek's a great course, and it'll it'll be very fun to watch, and it's it'll be fun to see what they shoot with uh, you know a, a field there that uh, that can really go. Okay, I'm going to talk about how uh, this tournament was won uh, by Martin Laird, how he did it. Uh, when we come back on the Hank Haney podcast, remind everybody to go to HaneyUniversity.com, register for my free instructional emails that are going out on a daily basis. You can also find my new book there and I've got signed copies, uh, books, how to play better golf today, lessons of a lifetime, getting a lot of great feedback on that. We've also got some great deals on HaneyUniversity.com. If you're looking for a push cart, which is the hottest item in golf this year, we've got the best push cart. It's called the quick fold and we got the best prices on the internet on there on uh, Haney University. We've also got a great range finder, laser range finder. It's got the slope on it. So if you're playing a golf course that's hilly, uphill, downhill shots, tell you exactly what the distance will actually play. You got a great deal on that. And then we've uh, got a great deal on, on my uh, favorite training aid, the, the Impact Snap, which is on there on there too. So check it out, HaneyUniversity.com. You can subscribe for my instructional emails for free. So just uh, go there and, and, and sign up. We'll be right back on the Head Guinea Podcast. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at. Like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic, and then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And so what I like to do, I, I always look at the statistics. 
You, you know, if you listen to my podcast, you know I'm in, I'm into the statistics, and I always try to figure out, all right, exactly what formula did the players use to to win, and what what separated the winners from the the almost uh, almost one. Now this was a three way playoff at uh, Vegas at the Shriners Hospital. Martin Laird, Matthew Wolf, and uh, Austin Cook, and and, and they all. Three pretty much played very, very similar if you look at, at their at their statistics. Now, you know, I always talk about how usually the winner is top 10 in uh, strokes gained putting and top 10 strokes gained tee to green. And then that, that's usually the formula for winning tournaments. If you look at probably 80% of the wins, it, it's that, that same formula all the time. And and it it pretty pretty much holds true. This tournament was was just a little different because no one who putted great hit it that great. Matter of fact, the the person that I would put in that category first would be Abraham Answer, and he missed the playoff by three shots. He ended up shooting uh, twenty under par. He, uh, you know, I mean, finished in a, in a uh, well, he finished all alone in fourth place. And if you look at his, he finished second in putting. So, so right away you think, okay, man, if he hits it any good, he's got a, a good, good chance to win. And he didn't hit it bad, but TD Green, he was 36th. So that's not, that's not good enough. I mean, that, you know, you got a parlay, good ball striking, and good putting, you got to do them both in the same week. He had a week where he finished second in putting, but he didn't have a good enough week ball striking uh, to parlay that into a victory. Matter of fact, he was you know three shots back of the of the playoff. Okay, so let's break down the three guys that that did make the make the playoff, and, and where did did they finish with these statistics? Well, Matthew Wolf was fifteenth in putting. Uh, you know, good, not, you know, just outside the top 10, uh, fifth tee to green. So, so very good. Uh, tee to green, ball striking wise, excellent. Uh, Austin Cook, pretty much the same thing. 17th in putting, fourth in strokes gained tee to green. Pretty much the same deal. Uh, and then you look at uh, uh, Martin Laird, and Martin Laird finished, uh, 20th in putting. Okay, so so these three guys are 20th, 17th, and 15th. Yeah, you know, Laird, Cook, and, and Wolf. And then uh, Martin Laird finished second. Strokes gained T to green. So he, he struck it a little bit better than the other guys, just barely. And, you know, putted it just about the same. So they, they and, and they all end up tying. And then he he wins in the playoff when he, he makes the putt. What really won him the tournament was the up and in on 17, which was incredible. I mean, he hit this, the par three in regulation. He hits his tee shot to the right. It's a, you know, 195 yards, blocks the thing straight right, hits a cart path, goes all the way up on this hill. And they're saying, you know, he'll be lucky to make four from there. Well, I mean, you know, first off, nobody really went over there and looked at the situation before they said that. They just said, oh, he's in a really bad spot. Well, it turns out he's got a perfect opening 
you know, the, where his ball was lined up exactly with the opening in between two bunkers. And that opening happened to be lined up exactly to where the pin was. So if the pin would have been 15 feet more to the front of the green or, uh, you know, 20 feet more to the front of the green or 30 feet more. I mean, he had, there's, there was literally zero chance that he could get the ball close to the hole. But the pin was lined up right with the opening that he had in between the bunkers. He coupled that with the fact that he's got to punch the ball underneath the tree. He's got a downhill eye. He can't go over the tree. He's got water on the other side of the of the green. So he's got to go low. So he's got to bump it up. Well, it just so happens there's no rough at the golf course. No rough at the golf course. It, it, it's you know getting colder in the desert now. The Bermuda grass is slowing down. If you wanted to grow rough, you couldn't. Uh, they're getting ready to, to, to throw the overseed on the course for the winter. And, you know, that probably happens in the next, you know, couple days. I mean, literally. And they're playing a golf course that had, that had no rough at all. So he can punch it underneath the tree. He can run it up through the grass because there's no rough. He's got it lined up exactly in between the two bunkers and exactly lined up at the pin. So he got a bad break, yeah, maybe when it hit the car path. Although, although if it doesn't hit the car path, it's over there to the right. And it's not exactly lined up with the opening through the bunkers. And it's not exactly lined up with the pin. And actually, it was probably a good break that it hit the car path and it lined up exactly perfect. He bunches it underneath the tree. He runs it up through the grass with no rough. And then he ends up making a 15-footer and he makes par. And that's how he wins the tournament. So you, you, you have to get, I don't care how good you are, you're, when you win golf tournaments on the PGA Tour, there's some element of luck that plays in there too. And that was a was a good a good break. I mean, it, it it just it just lined up for him. Okay, I mean, it just it just did. I mean, it could, it could be a terrible break when it hits the car path. It turns out to be, you know, really a a, a pretty good break. Now, uh, it's it's a good break when you capitalize on it, and he he capitalized on it by making the putt in regulation, and then he came back around to that hole. They tied on eighteen in the playoff, and he came back around and they played seventeen again. When he plays 17 again, uh, what does he do? He knocks it in there. And, you know, nobody really hit any good shots, to be honest with you. 18th all playoff. They all hit the fairway. Uh, nobody hit a good iron shot in there. Uh, good putts. Uh, Matthew Wolf hit a great putt. Uh, Martin Laird hit a great putt. Neither of them went in, both on exactly the same line, just missed to the left. And then they they get to the 17th hole, the par three. That's the second hole they played in the in the playoff. Uh, and, and you know nobody hit a great great shot in there. I mean, not nothing tremendous. And uh, you know, Laird ends up making the putt though. You know, from about uh, I don't know 20, 25 feet, whatever. You know, it was a, it was a great putt, and uh, then he wins. So there you go. I want to talk about what the big story was though at uh, the Shriners Hospital term. The one thing they, they, they couldn't stop talking about all the time. 
uh, when we come back on the Hank Any Podcast. And uh, remember to go to voodoopainrelief.com. If you have any kind of aches and pains, muscle soreness, arthritis pain, hands, feet, knees, shoulders, back, hips, uh, joint pain, whatever your issue is. If you've got tension headaches, this product is great for that too. You can rub it on your forehead, your jaw, your neck. People say your headache's gone in five minutes, but you can try the product absolutely free. There's a box right there on the front page of the uh, website, Haney, uh, not HaneyUniversity.com. That's where you get my email videos, VoodooPainRelief.com. That's where you'll get your free, I got all kinds of stuff for free. That's where you'll get your free two-week supply of Voodoo Pain Relief. You'll get your free instructional videos at HaneyUniversity.com. I mean, I'm just throwing out these free offers left and right for you guys. So uh, go there and and check it out if you haven't already tried the product because it's absolutely fantastic. VoodooPainRelief.com. We'll be right back on the Hank Any Podcast. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my this idea of, what do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, the big story at the Shriners Hospital, and I, I watched a lot of this tournament. I watched uh, every every day. And they couldn't just stop talking about Bryson DeChambeau. Now, he ended up finishing, what did he finish? Like, he finished eighth. Okay, so he, he, had, a, he had a really good term. He shot 59, by the way, in the uh, Pro-Am. In the Pro-Am, he shoots, shoots 59. Now, obviously, that doesn't count for anything, but still, 59 is 59. Uh, ends up finishing tied for it. He's leading the FedEx Cup of points, you know, which, uh, you know, the big FedEx Cup, FedEx Cup, FedEx Cup, FedEx Cup. All we ever do is hear about the FedEx Cup. So, anyway, he's leading the, the, the FedEx Cup. But he finishes tied for eighth, and... You look, they were just going crazy about his driving distance. Now, the, the, he shoots 59 in the Pro-Am. Then the first round, he shoots 62. In his 62, so it's par 70, 71. So he's nine under par. Nine under par. He has five two-putt birdies. He's got the, the four par fives, and the most he hit into any of them was a six iron. Well, they're really not par fives for him. So he, he's hit six iron is the highest club he hits, the longest club he hits into any par five. And then the seventh hole, which is a, like a 380-yard par uh, four, he drives it on the green there, makes eagle. And but so so he's got he's 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 got five two-putt birdies. One putts for eagle on, on seven, so it does even one better than that. But five two putt birdies, he only, he only has to make he only has to make four putts. He only has to make four putts. Now he made a couple more because he missed missed a, a, a green hair there, but but uh, he's he's only got to make four more birdies to shoot sixty two. And why? Because his average driving distance, he drove at 252 or 352 yards the first day. His average driving distance for the tournament, and he led in driving distance, by the way. And this is just craziness. 362.9 yards was his average. That was his average. He drove on 395 on Sunday. 395 <laughs> of 395 yard par four is a par three for him. Well, I mean, if he hits it straight, but he does a lot of time hit it straight. It's crazy. Just unbelievable. First day only missed two greens. Missed two greens. They made four putts. Got two times up and he took 30 putts and shot 62. 30 putts. That's not that. I mean, that that's that, that I mean, that's not like ridiculously great putting. That's not like that's not like hole in everything you look at. He took 30 putts, a tour average, you know. I mean, for a a, a good putter is is right about there. I mean, they're, they're gonna they're they'll take I mean it'll be under actually it's just lower than that. 
It'll be under 30. He took 30 putts and shot 62. That is absolutely destroying a, a, a golf course. I mean, just destroying it. Now, he didn't win, you know, which was amazing. I ended up shooting 18 under, lost by five. I uh, had a bad third round, you know, which w- when you're swinging for the fences like he does uh, and you're playing on a golf course that this is a, you know, residential golf course. I mean, there's houses all over the place. There's water there. I mean, you're, you know, there's desert, there's houses, there's water. I mean, th- this is, you know, not a country club Old school with, you know, when you miss it, you're another fairway over. You know, Wingfoot, there was no you could you, there was no penalties to be had at Wingfoot. I mean, a hard golf course, no doubt about it, but it, there's no penalties to be had. Uh, there was penalties to be had at uh, TPC Summerlin where they had the Shriners Hospital because you've got, you just, you've got desert where you could have unplayable lives. He drove in a bush one day and, you know, hit another ball in the water. And, you know, I mean, he, he took some penalty shots. And that ended up ended up costing him. Shoot seventy one the, the third round. Um, you know he made what did he make one two? You know he made made two doubles. Um, you know that that'll that'll get you. But drove it like incredible. I mean, he hit eleven fairways the first day, driving at three hundred fifty two yards. Well, 10 fairways the second day, driving at 352 yards. Then he hit half his fairways the the, the third round and, and uh, eight out of 14 the, the fourth round. But when you're hitting at 363 yards, boy, oh boy, oh boy. I mean, it's all they could talk about. I mean, it's just, it's just like in, in like Rich Lerner. Was like on the golf channel. It's like, oh, it's not a fair fight. It's like you got a, a heavyweight, you know, against a hundred and fifty pounder or something. I mean, it, it's it's going to be interesting. He's he's warming up the forty eight inch driver. He's not playing the next few weeks, and he's he's uh, he's warming up the forty eight inch driver, and he's got that thing ready to see action. That. Uh, at the Masters. And uh, there's no telling how far he's going to be hitting that thing. I, I mean, really. I mean, just like, oh, they, they're going to just, the, the, the Augusta National people, uh, they're just going to crap themselves when they see how where he's going to land that ball. It's going to be like old school. It's going to be like when Tiger destroyed that place before they Tiger-proofed it and moved all the, the tees back. Uh, and they're gonna, they're they're gonna, you know, they're gonna see something when he shows up there. Oh my God, where he's gonna be hitting? He won't tell anybody how far he's hitting it. He wouldn't tell them because he doesn't want to, like, you know, he want, didn't want to spoil the party before it happens. I can't imagine what his numbers are like, but other guys are lining up trying to do the same thing now. I saw a video on uh, Twitter, uh, Dustin Johnson hitting it forever. Uh, taking a rip. You know, Dustin Johnson doesn't really swing at it very hard. I mean, uh, Bryce DeChambeau goes after it. Dustin Johnson doesn't go after it. Uh, Tony Finau takes a half a swing. He takes like a pitching wedge swing of his driver. If Tony Finau t- takes it all the way back, he hits it farther than anybody on the tour. 
Roy McAvoy, they showed a video of him practicing at home, and he's like taking a rip at his driver too. I mean, this is this is definitely changing how people are gonna gonna play the game because they they've taken notice to what uh, Bryson DeChambeau is doing, and it is it is different. I it, it's it's just gonna be it's an interesting time, and it's gonna be really interesting to see what everybody comes with, like. Next year, after the you know, after they have a chance to to practice a little bit in the quote unquote off season, if there really is any, but we'll we'll see what they're they're going to come with, and who knows? I mean, you know, like the first big tournament after the you know the the year turns is the Tournament of Champions, Century Tournament of Champions out at Kapalua, and that thing is wide. I mean, those those fairways are hundred yards wide, so guys will be. Uh, I'm sure some of these guys will be like taking it, taking it deep out there for sure. They'll be swinging for the fences, but boy, they couldn't stop talking. It says, "I got to tell you, I mean, I, I, I don't, you know, people don't like it. And, you know, some people are, you know, against it. The architects hate it. You know, that the traditionals hate it. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I find it, I kind of find it interesting. I like to watch it. I mean, to be honest with you." I mean, I, I like to I like to see guys that uh, you know do things a little different. I, I don't mean people say, "Yeah, what? oh, it's it's boring." You know, they just hit wedge on everyone. Well, I mean, it's you know the long hitters have always dominated in golf. Nicholas, Tiger, Norman. I mean, it's always been a long hitter. There's there's room for everybody else too in certain courses, but this isn't this isn't something that just started happening. And when they roll the ball back, whatever they're going to do. It's yeah. It's still going to be a, a that, that'll help you know like preserve the quote unquote shot value at, at golf courses, you know, or you know at least a little bit. Who knows? But it's not going to change anything. As a matter of fact, I think if they they do that, I think I think you roll the ball back. I I just have this idea that it is just going to cripple the shorter hitter. It's just going to it's just going to kill him. Because these guys that can send it, these big guys, these guys that are fast, these guys that have big arcs, these guys that just can already send it, I, I think they have a lot more in them than maybe they're even even showing. So we'll 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 see what happens. But I'll tell you what, it was uh, it was it was fun to watch. It was pretty pretty cool stuff. All right, hope everybody enjoyed the podcast. Uh, thanks for listening. Now, follow me on Twitter at Hank Haney. Email your questions to hankhaneygolfatoutlook.com. Go to haneyuniversity.com. Sign up for my free instructional emails. Go to voodoo.com, voodoopainrelief.com. That's where you want to go. Get your free two-week supply of voodoo pain relief cream. We'll be back tomorrow on the Hank Haney Podcast. Hope everybody has a great day. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. The Hank Haney Podcast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. 
It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at, like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.